Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening to our episode on Luke Bryan in Tampa. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at GetInGoingTo to be up to date on all of our adventures. Bye! Luke Bryan. This is my fifth time seeing Luke this year. Sixth. Forgot CMA Fest. Tell me you have a problem without telling me you have a problem. I don't I don't consider it a problem because I'd do the exact same thing if it was Dan Chen. Yep. <laughs> we so we saw Luke in Vegas. Obviously, if you've listened to the podcast a long time, that was all the way back in February when we saw him in Vegas. I was not missing a residency. No. It was it just, great. and it just happened to work out really well. Yeah. It was that was a I feel like that was a monumental. That was on my Luke Bryan bucket list. If you don't have a bucket list for an artist, that means you're not nearly as obsessed as I am about Luke Bryan. Fair enough. So we saw him then. Saw him at CMA Fest. Mm-hmm. Saw him at the farm tour in Ohio with my bestie. Saw him in Jacksonville a couple weeks ago and then Tampa. So five only five. Me. You said six, but only oh, five. Gosh. We didn't see him at any festivals? Mm, no. Because he wasn't, we only went to. Gosh, got to step up again. He wasn't at Country Thunder, and he wasn't at Windy City, so that's not why we went to Windy City. So, but one of my goals was to go to see him at the last concert of the tour, which was originally supposed to be my Jacksonville date, and then Hurricane Ian had different plans for us. Those hurricanes. So we got rescheduled to this November date, and it was still ended. It ended up being a last, last show. show on a tour, and probably well, we're not sure if it's our last show of the year or not. But as of right now, we have nothing else on the books unless anyone has suggestions for us. Yeah, we can't know. We have a few we never we have a few suggestions of ourselves. We never count ourselves out of anything. Don't it's worry. just a matter of. There's like three shows we could go to. Yeah. We just haven't pulled the plug yet. Yeah. But I would say overall, between all the shows I've seen him at this year, um, I still think the Vegas residency is probably my favorite. The stage, the setup, the songs, the energy, the it's was different. It's not like a normal tour date. Right. And we, I mean, we weren't super close, but I think we were close enough. I agree. I mean, because there's nothing, I mean, and they'll tell you this about most theaters in Vegas, there's just really not a bad seat in a lot of them. So, because they're just too small. That's what they're built for. Right. Essentially. But, so this one and my Jacksonville date, which we do have a special guest coming on the podcast here in a little bit, um, originally was supposed to be our main man, Mitchell Tenpenny, Riley Green, and Luke Bryan. And somewhere along the way between Jacksonville and Tampa from the shows somehow Mitchell Tenpenny could not show up at the final show of the tour he was at the show the previous night in West Palm Beach so not even two hours from so it's like he wasn't busy on Friday but apparently Saturday was an absolute no-go I I think the best part is we did more recently see him at All-Star Jam and then I think we joked about it like I really think at first we were like haha we got to see Mitchell Tenpenny again (laughs) And, and now somewhere between now, then, really and now, like him, like we really, like he's really guy. had a serious redemption story in this fandom. If you have 
not listened to his new album, This Is Heavy, please do yourself a favor and, and go do that right now. I think it's almost an hour-long album, which is unheard of these days. It is so good. And I'll be honest, when I'm listening to albums, in my head, I mean... I listened to it for the first time on an airplane. So I like, I wasn't going anywhere. Like I wasn't like in a hurry to like get through something. But even then there are times when songs come along that I'm like, I really don't need to finish this one. Like, I just don't like it. Skip. I did not skip a single. I didn't even think about skipping a single song. They're all so good. And I don't even know what made me start to listen to it. I think I just saw one day he had new music and I was like, Hey, we got to listen to this. We're going to see him in concert. Just kidding. We did not see him in concert. Let me make that very clear. And we're and when upset. I tell you, I spent the week prepping for this man. Like I was learning songs, lyrics to new songs that I knew he was going to sing. Cause we knew the, you knew the six songs he sang in Jacksonville or whatever. Yes. And I was like, Oh, let me download these immediately. So if you haven't listened to it, definitely go do. I know his new single that's dropping soon is called we've got history. So good. It's so good. So Mitchell Tempenny, if you ever listen to our podcast, we were very upset to not see you in Tampa. Very upset, but we will see you soon. We're seeking him out at this point. Yeah. Um, and then Riley Green, I, I don't know. I know he, Riley Duckman's got some fans out there. We're not them. I don't like to be critical, but boring. I was bored. I do get bored. And don't get me wrong, especially because... We had a few drinks prior to going in. The only song that makes me like emotional is I Wish Grandpa's Never Died. And I don't know why. Well, I do know why. But the Jacksonville and this Tampa show, I was like teary-eyed, like tears rolling down my face. But I think part of that is because my grandpa who passed away is from Florida. So I don't apparently drunk me. Mm-hmm. I need to be upset still. Um, it's a good song though. But I think that's my only like, I like that. Riley Green song and there was this girl but other than that I don't I'm good mm-hmm. Riley doesn't really put on a show well no I was sent a picture to somebody and then I sent a picture when Luke was on stage and they were like oh you got closer like thinking that I physically got closer and I was like no Riley just stood there the whole time really far away from us I think he is someone who could open for like Stapleton? That kind of you're crime. you're boring. I'm not saying Chris Stapleton's boring. I'm excited to Chris Stapleton concert, but like if you've ever seen Luke Bryan, you know that's not a boring show. No, he is very high energy, and just to have that kicking off, it's like jumping Bryan into the is like mellow. Yes, that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, he's too mellow for Luke Bryan. And yes. I also saw Riley Green at the farm tour. Wasn't impressed there either. Like. I don't know. Will I see him again? Probably. We're going to go to some festival. Quite literally, the only time that I was even remotely impressed was when we saw him at SeaWorld. It was because it was my first concert Back in like COVID. two years. Yeah, no, I agree. And But I think then, and that was two years ago, we joked about how we knew the words of the songs that we've never heard because they all sound the same. You're right, we did. So sorry to Riley Green, but... We... we, we... Honestly, we tried not to be critical. Sometimes we just have to be, though, because it's just our honest opinion. So. And he's not our person. I know there's plenty. I think a guy would like Riley Green. Probably. Like, just see, he gives me guy vibes. Yeah, I can see it. And he's cute. I think he's cute. He's cute. Riley, we just need you to give us some more upbeat songs. <laughs> I, I just need you to have just a skosh more energy. <laughs> and so this 
concert was in Tampa, so we did have to drive to it. Um, I have a cardboard cutout of Luke Bryan. Well, hold on. Let's have it. So we ended up staying across the street from the venue. So we got a hotel room across the street. It was actually fantastic. Um, And that's why cardboard Luke had to come. So, yes. So we brought cardboard Luke. It's close to Christmas time, and he does come out to stand near the Christmas tree every year. What a guy. I know. It's so nice that he joins Christmas each year. (laughs) But... um, so, so I think people in the lobby were we bring him in. cracking up. We're, well, we had to wait in line because, you know, we got there a little bit closer to showtime than we had originally planned because we knew that Mitchell Tenpenny wasn't opening. So we decided that we were just going to drown our sorrows and just delay the and process a little bit. By drown our sorrows, we mean watch football because <laughs> that's what we were doing. That is what we were doing. Um, but we had to get in the line. And so we popped up Luke and he walked line with us uh, in the lobby. He did a good job. Yeah. If you ever need some entertainment, it is anytime Cardboard Luke is involved. He's been, he was at my 30th birthday. He's been to every Christmas for the past, I think, seven or eight years now. He would come to work with me, but I just don't know that it's appropriate to have a Miller Lite mm, advertisement no. up in the workplace. Probably but not. One Anyways. day. <laughs> so Luke came with us. Um, we made some TikToks. That was fun. We did. (laughs) And when I tell you that the TikTok with Cardboard Cutout Luke is hilarious, it's hilarious. And it doesn't have (laughs) enough views and you need to go seek it out and find it. Because I watch it at least once a day and laugh. (laughs) It's so funny. (laughs) So we eventually head over to the venue, like we said, right across the street. Super easy. Highly suggest. Um, we handed out jello shots to Yeah, we talked to a lot of different people. We passed out some koozies. I need to make that TikTok or real um, soon so that people know what everyone's favorite Luke Bryan song is. Yep. Yeah, we made some koozies that have our logo on it. And I so think they came out really great. Shout out to Sminia for making them. making them with me. If anyone needs a koozie, hit us up. Well, maybe we'll even raffle some off for free. Oh, that would be so fun. Yeah. But then we head in and... I mean, we took some good pictures and stuff outside. Yeah, they had a lot of good stuff. We had a third person with us this time. Shout out, Miranda. Seriously, though, because we never get any pictures that aren't, like, selfies. And this time we had someone to take some photographs. I actually think some of my favorite pictures, it was the radio station. I don't remember which one, but the cardboard piece says Luke Bryan is my boyfriend. Oh. And I've never found something more true. either It's like 75. I don't know. I'll show you later. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> or 103.5. It was a Q. Yeah, I think that's 97.5. There's a nine there. Um, so I we could get be totally in. wrong. I'm just going off we, the dome here. <laughs> we might be. <laughs> so we get in there and we go to the Tulane place Oof. real fast. Mm-hmm. Because I was there with the previous week with my friend Susan. And I was like, oh, we can get a picture printed out. We get to do this. They have free things. And there's another cardboard Luke. And Kara's like, there's like 10 of them. <laughs> There quite literally were. <laughs> and so I asked the girl, I said, how do I get one of these? She goes, ask the guy in the gray shirt. I absolutely <laughs> walked over to the guy in the gray shirt and was like, so what do I do to get this? He was like, come see me at 10. I said, well, I have another one. I really need this one to map. He was like, just come see me at 10. So I just want everyone to know this entire concert. All I could think about was I have to go see the guy in the gray shirt at 10 p.m. And this was probably six. <laughs> it was a long night. It was a long night, folks. Just waiting for Luke. And I think I was so excited. I think I called my grandma. I was like, Grandma, I might get another Luke Bryan. Just like, okay. We tried to go look at merch and... The table was really long. I was not having it. I saw it last week and I got a 
Nice silicone shot glass. Mm. Yeah. Those are the new thing. I like the silicone shot glasses. I think those glasses. are smarter. For a concert, yes. Yeah. Um, now it's sitting next to my other Luke Bryan shot glass that says, if I'm not a 10, I'm going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. There's tons of Luke Bryan memorabilia. I did end up seeing like really random stuff. So like in the middle of his set, I left to go to the bathroom. There was like four shirts hanging on a rack. And I was like, let me go see what this is. And in my... Um, <laughs> drunken haze. I bought something. Did I need it? Absolutely not. But I did. I didn't even know she bought something until we started <laughs> drafting what we were talking about here. She was like, "Well, I got a shirt." I said, "What?" <laughs> Had no idea she bought a shirt. Didn't see it. Have no idea where it went. I'm not convinced she has one until she brings it in to work tomorrow. I'll show you. But I did not end up with a merch. Any merch? I, I got a koozie too. I think we ended up with some Tulane stuff. I could be wrong. I have a two-lane koozie at home. I don't know where it came from. Mine came from Jacksonville. Maybe. But we did, you know, we we were there to be in the pit. We had pit tickets. Had pit tickets the week before as well. I wanted to be at the end of the catwalk, but the stage was set up a little different here in Tampa than it was in Jacksonville. It wasn't a T at the end. Okay. It was just a straight catwalk this week. And for the concert I went to with Susan, we stood closer to the front of the stage and when I say Luke was making eye contact when he was singing Hunt and Fish and Love and Every Day, he truly was to the point where the person behind me had to say, what did you do for him to notice you? I was like, I have no idea. I do. I brought a Nuthouse shirt from like 2012 and I was holding it up. So he absolutely noticed that and decided to pay attention. We were supposed to have a sign in this pit because Someone we're going to see him in Mexico. Listen, it was a team effort. I I... When I tell you that I went to Michael's and spent 25 minutes there just picking out the the best things, I bought markers. I did the whole night. I mean, like, I got the hot glue gun out. We made, we, Mexico was in the colors of the Mexico flag. I, I've never put more energy into anything to take to a concert port. And then we left the damn thing in the hotel room. <laughs> Amateur mistake. We'll never do it again. But. We were just excited to get over there we were. because of the pit. Because I don't think – so we've done festivals, obviously, but I don't know that we've really done a pit yet. No. And I'm I'm a Luke Bryan pit veteran, but it's, d- depending on the venue, the pit can be hit or miss. I would say Jacksonville was a hit. I would honestly say Tampa was a hit. We could have shown up a little bit earlier and probably been on the stage, but it's just hard to move. Right. You can't leave your spot. You can't. That's the thing. Is like I like like I like Pitt, and like let's just go back to Morgan Wallen. Like totally worth it, and we made it work. But like I also wanted to have fun at Luke Bryan because I knew we got a hotel room. Yeah. With that purpose, and I didn't want to be like sandwiched in to not be able to like go get another drink or go to the bathroom when it needed to. And I thought we were in a perfect spot. I thought it was a great spot. Yeah, we did have some rowdiness around us, and by rowdiness, I mean don't get me wrong, I'll absolutely speak my mind to people too, but other than that, I mean, you're going to get that no matter what. We had it at Country Thunder. We probably would have had it at Morgan Wallen no matter what show it was. It's just frustrating because concert etiquette. Yeah, we don't feel entitled to things, and we know that there is people out there that do and really push that onto other people, and it's just, you're just making yourself look stupid, and you're making like, you're surrounded, like, people get uncomfortable. It's just, like, not necessary. We are there to have a good time. And I'm totally for, like, I know you said you're speaking your mind. Defend yourself. Do whatever you need right. to do. But, like, um, I, it's just the whole I'm thing started gonna, for no, no reason. reason. And I'm not going to say anything unless someone says something to me first. Exactly. Like, like you're not going to pick the fight, no. which is totally understandable. 
But I would say just watch those things in general because the same thing happened in Jacksonville. It wasn't with me. It was the people next to us. But it's like, we're here to all enjoy the music. So, like, let's do that. And we obviously and have something it's in always, common. It's literally always about to, like, the the 30 extra inches you're going to get <laughs> closer to the stage. Right. Like, are, what are you do? What, what are you doing are, with that? What are you accomplishing <laughs> by pushing someone? Or, right. You know, those kind of things. But I think overall the concert atmosphere was fun and yeah. exciting we and did then, also have some really awesome people standing next to us really who who great. were like compl- really complimentary of tasha they were like oh my goodness you are like her his biggest fan ever <laughs> i think I, I like don't know if i should be embarrassed when people say that to me because it's not i don't think so show. i don't think so <sighs> yeah. i truly don't i, I mean I'm i've had it said to, i've had it said to me at other concerts like not in that i mean you get it said about Luke and you're like and then you can go into a whole soliloquy about how yeah I've seen him 47 times and I have a cardboard cut out 35 but I mean it's definitely fun and then 10 o'clock hit and you know where I had to go I had to go see the guy with the gray shirt so I zoom out of there I said I gotta go it was actually about 10 10 I got really nervous and I left Kara Miranda in the pit I'm sure they were not wondering where I was going. I was like, gotta go. See you later. <laughs> okay. Don't even know what songs I missed. I missed the whole piano piece, I think. Yes. He, did, for, he did play a piano for a hot second. I run out there and I see Luke's on the ground. And I see these people with four cardboard Luke's. And I was like, I missed my opportunity. And then I found my gray shirt guy. I said, hi, <laughs> it's me. <laughs> he was like, right there. <laughs> so now we have acquired two lane cardboard cutout Luke. Now, the worst part is we know we already forgot one sign, but I already knew that our Mexico sign was small. Yeah. I mean, small. Readable, purpose. readable to Luke if he, if he would have seen it, but you didn't. <laughs> but we'll show all of you what it looks like. Cause it's in my trunk and it's not leaving my trunk anytime ever. soon. <laughs> and I was like, now how do I get cardboard Luke back to the pit? Because they weren't going to let me just take it. So I actually asked the first people. I said, hey, this is after I FaceTimed my grandma to show her I got cardboard Luke. I said, uh, am I going back down there? They just kind of looked at me weird and they were like, I don't know. I said, well, I asked. And I just kept walking past them. And there were easily four more people I had to get by. But I dodged them because there's a ramp and stairs. So I took the ramp halfway down. Then I cut across and took the stairs the other way down. And all of a sudden, I was right back next to Kara with cardboard Luke, and he was having a great time in the pit. He really was. We were holding him up for Country Girl. Luke definitely saw it. He thought it was hilarious. The funny thing is, I didn't see Luke see it because no, because I you was, were behind it. I was not only behind it, but I was having a blast yeah. dancing with him. I was quite literally, I was quite literally looking for the reaction on stage because I there's no way he wasn't going to see it because there are no other signs or anything. In yeah, there, none. And then it's just a big cutout of him. <laughs> My dream was to always take cardboard Luke to a show, and I finally got it. You got <laughs> it. Like, we got it done. So we got it done. And then we had to walk cardboard Luke all the way across the, the street. Oh my goodness! And we had people who were like, "You selling that? You doing this? You do? How did you get that?" Yeah. No, not selling him. Quite literally. Now I will just have two cardboard cutouts of Luke next to the Christmas tree. We love that. And did you get a? Vacation. Did you get a? He's coming to Mexico. We're finding a way. I'm not cutting him. I think my suitcase is big enough that we could fold him in half. I don't know. We'll have to find out. Well, I guess you'll have to stay tuned until the Mexico <laughs> episode, guys. But thrilled about Cardboard Luke. Yeah, lots of people were asking. I think we even had people get pictures with him. 
Okay, we nice. did. We did. I was, you were up on stage trying to get the set list because you got the set list in Jacksonville. I did. And um, I was walking with him around. People were like, can I take a picture with him? And so I would like stop and hold him up. I would say that was the highlight. I could have charged my, for those. We could have. That was the highlight of my concert of getting cardboard blues. The week before it was him like singing to me. This one, I got cardboard, cardboard blues. So I here's the, here's else. the, the moral of that story, kids. Ask the question. Mm-hmm. You never know who's going to tell you yes. Guy in the gray shirt, don't even know your name, never seen you before in your life. I think he works for Tulane. He doesn't work I for I mean, Lane. probably he either works for Tulane or, or like merchandising. Yeah. So then we decided it was a great idea because we were staying the night. And I've been saying this for a couple of Tampa shows we've been to. I was like, we got to go to the Dallas Bowl afterwards, which is just, it's a country club, literally. Like upstairs, they play rap music. And it, I mean, to us, it was all stuff from the late 2000s, early 2010s. For like the first. And that's what it was good. Five songs. And then we left that and then it, like, <laughs> And then downstairs is line dancing. Um, none of, I didn't know any of those line dances they were playing. Mm-mm. But it was also sink or swim. So you pay a $20 cover and you get to drink as much as you want. So you better believe we, we went for it. It was daylight savings. We so had we a had whole an extra, extra hour. hour. <laughs> I would love to tell you more about the Dallas Bowl, but I don't think I can. However, we have also determined... That one, we typically don't really drink much at shows because either we're someone's driving, driving or it's just like, I mean, like it's obviously been a long day. Morgan Wallen, we didn't because we weren't ever going to get to a beer. So no, there was no way of leaving that. And like this one, that's why we sit across the street. We're like, yes, we were pregame. We did drink at the concert. We were not, not drinking at the Dallas Bowl. And we ended up staying pretty close to the Dallas Bowl that we were able to walk. Like we didn't even have to Uber. We I don't were able know to that walk. It was- I mean, it was definitely within walking distance, but I think our liquid courage helped us continue walking because it was a mile. Sure. It was a mile walk at midnight and then again at 3 (laughs) a.m. So, but I think the funny thing is we realized like we, I don't, I wouldn't even call it emotional drunks, but like the No, we just get like very introspective and like weird. It's almost kind of odd. Because I don't feel Somehow our else, conversations turn into like deep, meaningful deep, thoughts. Yeah. Whether it's like, I mean, we went historical one night. We went. Oh yeah. Like contra, yeah. Uh, like um, what were they? Or conspiracy <laughs> theories. <laughs> and then sitting here, it was all about like. I, all I know is at one point, Family Kara, and relationship. Kara hugged me and was like, I wish you had a sister. And I was like, <laughs> I don't, that's okay. And then we made a friend. I don't think he thought he was our friend, but no. we tried. He was I nice. don't even remember. I do, I, you made a friend. I do that. I, I wasn't surprised by it in the slightest, but I went to the restroom and all of a sudden I couldn't find you. Not that there was a ton of people there. <laughs> Not at that time. Because like we said, your clocks went back. Well, everyone else had left, and all of a sudden there's like 20 people in the Dallas Bowl, but we were two of those 20. <laughs> but I, I would suggest going there. I had fun. I'd go again. Oh, especially for $20? I mean, sure. We just kept telling them to make us whatever. I'm like, make me something fruity. I'm not even a fruity drinker. I mean, that probably led to the hangover the next day, but If whatever. you need a maid service, hit me up, because I definitely cleaned up after myself in the hotel room, and that was very impressive. It honestly was, because I saw the before. <laughs> And then the after. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Listen, you won't see me cleaning like that at my house, but to avoid <laughs> a charge at a hotel, absolutely. And I was not letting that happen to any of us. I was like, nope, I got this. 
after I fall asleep in the bathroom, but it's fine. <laughs> We've all done It was a stuff. good night, guys. It was a really good night. <laughs> it was. And Ohio State won their game that day. Luke made it back from college game day to perform at our show. Uh-huh. He also predicted the Clemson-Notre Dame, the Clemson loss against Notre Dame, and Alabama loss that day. So life couldn't get much better. Life was good. <laughs> so, but here in a second, um, you will hear from... Susan and I for our Jacksonville concert. It was her first Luke Bryan concert and also first pit experience, I believe. So she has some great things to say about us. Cool. We went to see Luke Bryan at Star Arena in Jacksonville. And we had openers, Mitchell Tenpenny, Riley Green, and then Luke Bryan. So this was Susan's first Luke Bryan concert experience. So Susan, from on a scale of one to ten, how would you rate your Luke Bryan concert experience? Absolutely a ten. A, a ten. Oh, absolutely. From I, beginning to end. Beginning to end. The whole I, thing's a ten. Fantastic. I want to do it every night. What was your favorite part? Um, I love that he's such a performer. Um, I like that he also brings his um, openers out and does a collab with them during that too like it's all encompassing and just is makes the experience even more highlighted he's so physical on stage and I love that um he make I think he for me he makes me feel like I'm a part of this experience um and I absolutely would want to do it every single night I like that you said the bringing artists out because I've seen Luke I know we've been talking about it during our whole concert experience. I was trying to count up my concert times with Luke, but I remember when Luke was doing that with people. So like I'd see him with Jason and Jason would bring him out or Tim McGraw would bring him out to sing like, I like it, I love it. So like, it's fun to see that it's full circle of people did that for Luke. So now Luke's doing that to open doors for other people. Um, what would you rate the Star venue as far as our whole experience coming in, ease of merchandise, ease of drinks, and then ways to get to the pit. Do you think that was pretty easy to do? Um, that was. This was my first time in the pit. And I think had I not had you, it, it would have been a very different experience, but you're an expert at this. So I felt like it was very fluid. Like we came in, there was no issues. You know, we checked in very easily. We did our first pit stop very quickly and easily. I felt like the People that were working the venue were very nice and um, I I absolutely have no criticisms of the experience at all from beginning to end no I agree I don't either I think that was probably the easiest get in get through security even our merch line was easy drinks were easy to get to and access and then getting to the pit was very easy um, if you're an avid listener you know that I do not get to concerts early and we showed up at this venue at 4.30 for the concert that starts at 7. So you get a completely different experience when you show up early and on time than what I'm used to. Unless you've listened to the Morgan Wallen episode where we showed up at 8 right before him. And it was super easy to get in there because everyone else was already inside. Now the one thing that I want to highlight before we hop off here is... This was Florida Georgia weekend. Um, if you're not from Florida, it brings in... I believe it's called the largest cocktail in the cocktail hour in the U.S. 
And so it's the Georgia Bulldogs playing the Florida Gators. So you could kind of see a lot of that going into the show because the game is on Saturday. Our concert was on Friday night. So all of that was there already being set up. Um, but I think outside of the venue, there were a lot of fun things, including Luke's Tulane beer experience. So there were some fun games out there, a photo booth, and even the Tulane beer. So Susan, what was your what was your experience with the Tulane experience? Because you've never, it's not as easy to buy, but like the whole experience of that too. I mean, we got some free goodies, stuff like that. What you, what was your favorite part of the Tulane experience? Okay, so I'm not a beer drinker, and they gave us samples and I loved it. It was so good that obviously, as you know, later I had more um, during the concert, but they that in itself set the tone, I think, for us um, because they too were so engaging. They added to the excitement, the anticipation, especially for a newcomer to a Luke concert. Um, it just made me realize if this is what we're getting before we even enter, oh my goodness, what's going to be inside. Um, so I thought it was fun from the beginning to the end, even the atmosphere outside, the energy that you could feel from everyone was fantastic. Yeah, I, I really liked the Tulane experience too. I think it gave you a quick glimpse of what like going into Luke's 32 Bridge in Nashville would be like. So for someone who never gets to go to Nashville, they get to bring a little bit of that to the concert. So I really enjoyed that too. I'm not sure that I'll see it at the Tampa show just because the venue is set up completely different. So I'll be interested to see if they have that whole two-lane experience or if it's even as easily accessible. Because for us, it was right in front of the venue. And I was all about it because I saw a photo booth. Um, but I thought it was a really good setup, too. And like you said, the they were like, here's a free koozie. Here's a free bandana. Like, we were all about that part, too. Here's a free sample. But I like that they offered it in the venue because sometimes you don't see that when an artist has their own line of something. So kudos to Tulane. We are in no way a paid partnership with Tulane, but if they want to reach out, we'll happily endorse them. <laughs> well, thanks, Susan, for being on the podcast today. We hope your Luke experience was phenomenal. Thank you. Uh, I mean, you definitely took me for a lifetime experience. I so appreciate it. I loved every bit. My voice doesn't usually sound like this, so that should tell you what kind of evening we have. So I appreciate you and thanks for having me. Oh, thank you. So if that says anything, Susan recommends coming to a concert at some point with us. <laughs> Hey, y'all, it's Tasha and Kara. Get, Get in. in. We're, We're going, going to Luke Bryan. Bryan. 